markets across Asia tumble today and the yen stronger after the Bank of Japan disappointed investors by opting for a much more limited easing program than dropping money from a helicopter into the arms of Japanese consumers. Abedomics. Move that money. Abedomics. Spend that money. Abedomics. Encourage people to invest their money. Abenomics, the economic plan of Japan's Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, has inspired a lot of things, but I never thought a rap would be one of them. Thanks for enlightening me, Tofugu. Japan is battling some unusual economic challenges. To sift through them, my guest on Business Briefing is Shino Takayama, and I'm an academic staff research fellow at the uh, University of Queensland School of Economics. Although I won't ask Shino to rap, she can explain how Japan has ended up in this situation. The end of like a 20th century, like Japan's economy was uh, booming, and uh, while like 1980s or 1990s were beginning, it was pretty good. And then people thought like Japan's economy is quite strong, and then Japan was uh, one of the most important countries in the world. And I think this is what he wanted to bring up again. And then they try. He was trying to. Uh, uh, deactivate the Japanese economy. I think that was his plan. So he he was trying to uh, decrease, you know, like the um the sorry the uh, exchange rate, right? So first he used the expansionary monetary policy to bring down the value of Japanese yen, so that other countries people are gonna start to buy more Japanese products. That's what they were he was trying to do in the beginning, right? And then that was achieved somehow, but. It didn't benefit. Didn't go into the uh, I think the real economy, and so now it's stuck. That's why I think they have to come up with some different policies now to uh, change the uh, problems in the Japanese economy. And then one of them is a rising public debt. So GDP ratio of the national debt is huge in Japan. And also the population has become a very uh, aging population. This is another issue. So there is some shrinking mind or they don't want to spend money. That's basically the Japanese mentality problem now in Japan. And as a result, uh, deflation is a big issue. So because people don't want to use money, then the people try to save money. So inflation doesn't happen. So this is basically a big issue in Japan. What more can be done now that interest rates are in the negative? This is a, a move that we've seen earlier in the year that kind of, I guess, surprised a lot of people around the world. But can they or should they be taken further into the negative? Well, I think in terms of the interest rate or monetary policy, uh, pretty much I think the effect is very limited. So I think even if they go further uh, in terms of the uh, negative interest rate, I don't think there is a big effect or they can achieve positive inflation rate. Is there scope for more dramatic action from the Bank of Japan in terms of trying to find monetary solutions to the problems that are going on in Japan at the moment? In, to me, it's like uh, basically they use up what they can do. And then uh, recently, they did this uh, more exchange-traded stock that purchased, right? So um, the effect is also much pretty much uh, limited. And then to me, this is pretty much a temporary policy that they can do. And they did something that they have to do. But I don't think 
it's gonna basically fix the uh, fundamental problems that the Japanese economy is facing. The Bank of Japan bought more exchange-traded stock in a sort of smaller move than what economists were expecting to try and and provide some sort of stimulus to get things moving. Uh, How was this received in Japan and internationally? I think there is a more, um, as I said, the monetary policy is basically quick and you can see the effect right away from the market. But the effect basically doesn't last long and then there is some more fundamental problems in Japan, Japanese society and economy. And then in terms of uh, those things, so basically, Abenomics basically is kind of people regard it as more failure or like people getting more pessimistic about it. So we have the Japanese public becoming more pessimistic about it. Obviously, this affects, reflects badly on Shinzo Abe as well. But do you think that there is, is much that the Bank of Japan can actually uh, do about this, this problem? Is there other moves that they can perhaps make in monetary policy or is it more fiscal policy from the government? I think more fiscal policy and also the, what, the government, I, the, what the government should do is about uh, job security, like in terms of employment. So, uh, I mean, it's a different issue from the Bank of Japan, but the Japanese government recorded their uh, poverty rate has been increasing recently. So, there is uh, this uh, poverty rate is basically defined as the population share living on less than half the national median income and that's increasing now recorded last year 16 percent so which is high quite high so the people are basically scared of becoming poor so then they try to save money and then they don't use money and then inflation target hasn't been achieved and this is the important problem in japan i think it sounds like a bit of a, a catch-22 in that it's hard to get people out of this cycle of, of constantly saving. Um, what do you think the government could do there to try and address this problem of, of income inequality or, or the threat of becoming poor, as you describe it? So I think uh, basically they have to secure jobs for poorer people, you know, and also what they are facing is uh, job security. Even if you have a job, it's a temporary job, right? They have a job, it's a temporary job or a timed contract. And they face their job might be terminated like soon, right? Then you don't want to use money because if you don't have an income in one month, why do you have to use money now, right? So they have to have some kind of more uh, policies so lifetime employment or longer term employment so that people can have a bright future expectations so that they can use money. You mentioned income inequality as one of the problems that Japanese people are facing at the moment. Are there any other problems as a result of what's happening in the, in the economy, uh, any cert, certain groups that are more affected than others um, in terms of what's happening? So the uh, population is pretty much aging and also there are some uh, you know weak group of people like single mothers, their poverty rate is quite high. So basically, a socially weak group of people are facing also like a basically problems in terms of economic distress. Are there any implications for Australia from what's happening in Japan? Basically, Australia is, uh, Japan is an important uh, trading partner to Australia. So of course, you know, if their economy is good, it's good for Australia because they buy natural resources and all raw material from Australia. And so if they produce more, more money coming into Australia, right? 
But I think probably more importantly, uh, Australia can learn from Japan's experience as an uh, um, aging society and also this uh, shrinking mind that people face to, you know, like, I don't want to become poor, then they don't spend the money. How this mentality could affect, negatively affect the current consumption activity and then the economy shrinks. And this thing is something that Australia can learn from Japan's experience. I guess that comparison you make is quite timely because Australia is staring down the barrel now of, of previously attacking inflation, but now inflation's are well below what the Reserve Bank of Australia would like. Is there anything do you think that the Australian government can learn in terms of monetary or fiscal policy from what's happened to Japan? Well, I, I think now it's like more labor policy or job security in that kind of things is important. So when the Japanese economy was growing uh, big time, then they saw that the competition is good and then they tried to uh, increase a more intensive competition in the work environment. But sometimes, you know, I mean, that becomes, uh, that negatively could affect uh, people's mentality that if I lose this competition, what's going to happen? And so, well, so I would say like more severe competition could actually have a negative impact on people's mentality. So I think in terms of more labor policies, I think Australian government can run, I think. That's Shino Takayama, research fellow at the University of Queensland. Our theme music is by Ben Sound. My name is Jenny Henderson. I'm the Assistant Business and Economy Editor at The Conversation. And you can listen to more business briefing on iTunes or on The Conversation's website.